Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And welcome back, lads. I guess last week I wasn't here. You guys talked extensively about the uh, about your first watches and what that means. Our recommendations. Our recommendations. Yeah. I have But that's I've, that's interesting. Like we should mention what our first watches were. Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah, our recommendations. But like, yeah, so so my my first watch was a Swatch Irony. Actually, no, it was a uh it was a Mecha Quartz from Seiko. It was a kinetic, it was a Seiko Kinetic back when you could like when they had like the the quartz ones that you would spin and uh, yeah. and it would charge the battery. So that was my first watch ever, I think. The the first watch I ever bought for myself was a Swatch Irony. It was the uh, skeleton body and soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one of those uh, in. Uh, I had one of those in, uh, and I bought one in Switzerland when I was ta- when I was doing a uh, layover as a consultant back in '98 or something like that. Those were the days. I, I bought this one in '99 in uh, Heathrow, and I thought I was a big boy. Damn right, you were a huge boy, Nicholas. I think. I, I think. Uh, I guess first watch as far as this uh, stage of my life, uh, one of the uh, Citizen Fliegers because I saw a Flieger on. Uh, Man in the High Castle, the Amazon adaptation, and I was like, oh, what is that watch? And then I Googled around. A few minutes later, I wound up on Amazon buying a Citizen uh, EcoDrive Flieger. So I, I would say that's my first watch, so to speak. Amazon has to think that's like the perfect Amazon experience because you're watching their production oh, and wow, then I went to shop right through them. How, how this yeah. the synergy there, man? <laughs> that feels like some antitrust situation. Yes, I saw the Amazon <laughs> show and then I bought the thing on Amazon and- Sorry, I'm human. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go back to this. Let's go back to this topic that we were discussing, which is the idea that 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 which which is which is the best beginner watch. And I am at the. I used to be. At the, I used to be at the stage where I'm like, okay, get it. Get yourself a Lalock to sew or a uh, or a Orange Monster, and I'm completely done with that. And I want you guys to. I want you guys to listen to this, and I want you to understand this because eventually you're going to have to put me into Bellevue or wherever. Yes. Uh, so I want. So I need you guys to record this to have. So I want people to go to Alibaba and purchase <laughs> a straight up fake ass whatever Su- Submariner. Uh, I, I bought a. I bought a fake. I bought a fake Willard. Uh, it was called Allies Allies Diver or something like that, and it was eighty four dollars on Alibaba. It's a. It has a sapphire sapphire crystal. It has. It's completely unbranded. So there's not even a. It's, it's not even like oh, wow. Dinko Dinko watch yeah. or whatever with some yeah. with some garbage logo. It just has like whatever, three hundred meters and waterproof or something like that. It is. It's just fine. It's so, absolutely so, perfect. Eighty four. Because bucks. I got to ask the dumb watch geek question. What what kind of movement do you get for your $84? I don't know. I'm not going to open this thing up and I don't think anybody else will either. I don't think you should because whatever's going to fall out of that thing is it's going to it's <laughs> like it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be newspaper and like rat droppings. But yeah. but and I and I think this is an important fact that it, it's a absolutely perfect entry level watch and in fact I would argue that that the the watch the watch brands did this to themselves. So you can't sanely get a freaking Willard for less than $2000 or $8000 or whatever. So what the hell? So what am I going to do? I'm going to go on Alibaba, pay eighty four dollars, and I'm going to be happy. Well, we discussed that a little bit towards the end of last week, John, where there was an interview in the in the FT with the guy who runs Seiko. Now he's been on the job for I think a year and change, and he basically said that hey, look, Seiko was too big. We were too many things to too many people. We're we're focusing now, and we want to get people to the point where they feel like they're willing to spend money on something that on something special. 
So basically, between the lines, he's like, yeah, we're raising prices because we want to go up market, which has been yeah. the rumor for whatever. Of course. Uh, but he's, And we slagged off that guy because he's terrible. That's his, that's his uh, I don't know, his marching. I mean, he's CEO. I don't know who he takes orders yeah. from, I guess, the board. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they want to do that. So to your point of the guys doing it to themselves, I mean, they're consciously saying it outright. It's like, no, we want to be a well, more premium experience. Okay, well, how is, okay, so so let's, let's, let's look at this from, let's look at this from various levels. So, so we look at it, we look at it from a, from a, like a standpoint of like a Timex or a Citizen or a Casio. There's no that you can't really sell watches in drugstores anymore. You can't like there's no drugstore watch or there's no super cheap watch. Second, you don't really have a you don't have a a, a like a, a place like a, a door as it would be called in the industry when, when it comes to like when it comes to the mid range stuff like a, like a Fossil or a, or even a Seiko for example. So you can't go into Macy's anymore and go to the watch counter and buy yeah. your communion watch. That's not a thing. I mean, you totally can. I was in. Uh... Communion Hudson watch. Belks last week, <laughs> and and they they had out there. They had Seiko, they had Citizen, they had uh, oh, who else? Uh, Movado. Yeah, but but, yeah. How, but how many times? How many times are you going to go into like a jewelry store? When are you going to go into Zales for your for your jewelry anymore? Yeah, I mean this is this, this is actually an honest question. Like I I I don't I know. Mean, I guess that's where people buy Tag Heuer. I suppose. I suppose. Though, and that's I suppose, where if you want to get. Uh, a lot of the sake of mid-tier stuff is that, yeah, dedicated jewelry stores. Uh, yeah, you can't just walk into a JC Penney or whatever. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't, you can't go, to, you can't walk into a JC Penney anymore. There's not like a, there's not like a place where you go. Oh, this is a fancy watch. I'm going to sit here and get my uh, pick up, pick up my whatever my my Casio. That's oh, you go to Amazon now, as I just explained. You go to Amazon. Yeah. I think you go to Amazon now. I think the vast okay. majority of time you're going to hit Amazon and you're not going to go into the stores. They don't have any doors anymore. So who, so who, who what, what can they do? It's actually, it's, and, and so the only answer is you got to sell to, you got to sell to the, the general public who's the, the watch lover, et cetera. Yeah. And, and you have to basically waste their time by, by charging them ex- extremely expensive, uh, massive amounts of amounts of okay, cash. Now for that some, I think of it, when I was in, not important. when I was in Belks, they had an extensive Tissot display. Like there were Tissos from here to the end of the counter. It was it was amazing. They had every single one of them. Yeah. So they got doors. It's people aren't going in the. I think doors. there's a Tissot store by Master Square Garden. I just walked by it the other day, actually. Well, that's because they have that NBA relationship. Oh, I have, I have no idea. It's it's around the corner from the Tissot arena. and NBA are tight. Alrighty. Oh yeah. Noted. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so look, I'm I'm just I'm just arguing. There's the the, the old ways of doing things are completely gone. And, but, but to, but arguably none of the other, none of, none of the brands have embraced any kind of like, uh, customer generation through, through goodwill, the customer, it's actually, it's actually a, a, a whatchamacallit, a, I would argue that it's, uh, it's extremely offensive versus de- versus defensive. Antagonistic. Antagonistic, absolutely. It's an antagonistic experience, an antagonistic uh, interaction with the customer. The customer and to goes me, one in, of the interesting things that the the Seiko guy said in the FT interview, where he, where he was like, you know, we have to get, you know, we're a Japanese brand, we have to get people interested in Japanese brands, and I'm like, dude, you've got a whole generation. And I think I said this last week. You got a generation of kids who were raised on anime and big into yeah, video yeah. games, like Pokemon, whatever. Kids today, yeah, Pokemon, all the Naruto, uh, the uh, the average like. 15-year-old has a much closer relationship to, to Japan and Japanese brands than Switzerland or Swiss brands. So, <laughs> like, come sure. on. Like, they're primed to like they, yes, Seiko. Yeah. We, we, they, they should be doing, like, product placement in anime. 
They should sure. be doing product placement in in all kinds of things, right down to to Netflix originals that they're bringing over from Japan. And what subtitled. was the Street Fighter watch? Remember the Street Fighter watch? Who made yeah, that? Yeah, that was uh, that was fine. It was four hundred and forty dollars though, or whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, that's not a that's come on. I didn't even buy that. Like you, you're not going to get you know a yeah, seventeen year old kid. Seiko five automatics. Yeah. So four, yeah, four hundred forty dollars for a Seiko five sports watch. For, first of to, all, a Seiko five should never be four hundred forty dollars. Anyway. Exactly. That's another say. That's that's the other that's the other statement. Again, well, he wants to charge 80, more. <laughs> eighty four bucks. Eighty four bucks on freaking uh, on, on exactly. Alibaba, and you've got a watch that you've got a watch that you want. You literally got a watch that you want. I can go on. I'm looking at, I'm looking at wind up. I don't know what the heck this is. Some kind of authorized dealer, $525 for an automatic prospects land, which is attractive, but it's definitely not worth $545 by any stretch of the imagination. Really, really upset. And like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. So, okay. So fine. Absolutely. Go and buy the freaking replica and just go nuts. Just completely nuts. And don't even, don't even argue. I'm I'm not even going to argue in favor of the, of the brands anymore. Because they're pricing themselves out of sanity, and they're ruining they're ruining their their opportunities. A, a Zodiac, this Zodiac automatic Seawolf, I wouldn't I wouldn't strap a Zodiac to my dog, and they <laughs> no. want to charge they want to charge ten ninety five for this thing. Okay, I, I want to give a little bit of counterpoint, and then and then agree with you. So, if I look at Amazon right now, and I look up Seiko SNK eight oh nine, this the SNK eight oh nine is ninety four bucks. On Amazon, and it's a Seiko automatic movement. Okay, well that's okay. So and that's uh, yeah, and I, I got you. So this is this is like this is what it sh- this is what the, the Seiko five should be priced. Yes. So I'm gonna, but then okay, let's look at the let's okay, look at the yeah. Willard. Oh, I got that from my brother last year. Yeah, it's a good watch. Okay, but then oh, what's the Willard? Willard is eleven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's green insane. turtle, quote unquote. Uh, or it's or you can get like a or you can get some knockoffs or whatever these prospects junks for like uh, thirteen hundred bucks for freaking Willard, and then let's go for like a and let's go for like a Hamilton Field Watch, which is which is being popularized by uh, Far Cry, I guess. See how yeah, see yeah how, it was a yeah, Far yeah. Cry edition. It looks how, pretty good actually. See how see how in depth I see how how plugged I in I you am. are socially aware. You are on top yeah. of it. So Hamilton Khaki Field Mechanical is three sixty five on Amazon with no day no date. <sighs> And it's and it's so I'm. And it's so a good I'm, watch. <laughs> it's an accept. It's a, an acceptable watch. But if I'm a but if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a person, and then I'm, let's look let's look on Alibaba for example, and I'll fi- I'll find a I'll find a uh, I'll find a field watch in a second. I'll tell you how much they cost. You guys, please I continue. Can't even so, wh- when it comes to buying stuff on AliExpress or Alibaba, I mean, you can take your chances and roll the dice and get whatever like like John has done, or you can stick with the slightly larger names where you know you're going to have some support and some reasonable quality. Like like uh, San Martin is probably, I would say, top tier for this kind of stuff yeah. in the, the 200, 300 range. Uh, Heimdall are slightly less and Steel Dive below that. And, uh, that's your, that's your hierarchy for those brands. That's, that's my hierarchy for this weird stuff. Okay. And, and it's prices tend to follow kind of like that. Like, uh, I haven't looked in a bit, but yeah. let's, you know, let's pull up a steel dive, for example, which I would place at the lower end of that stuff. But you'll, what you'll notice steel dive is probably going to be even is just going to be expensive too. Well, what's um, expensive here? Well, I'd say under a hundred dollars, under a hundred dollars for an entry level watch that you just, that you just want to slap on and enjoy. Okay, yeah. so that yeah, Steel Dive is going to maybe be a little more than that. Let's find out. Let's see the Steel Dive official store. Oh, hello, ninety three bucks. Yeah, all right, that's fine. And that's a Willard style watch. I got to link you to this. 
here. Okay, let's, here's let's... here's a uh, here's a few here's a few watches. Like there's like a Flieger style with big hands uh, called a. Here, I'm gonna put this called. in the chat so you can see this steel dive. This is Addy's dive. This is the same junk that I bought. Uh, Addy's dive, and it looks okay. And I mean, it has it has the the worst thing is it has a huge logo all over it. Okay, so what I like about the ninety six dollars steel dive is that it's got an NH thirty five movement. So you're getting the Seiko movement in yeah. the Seiko copy which kind of feels like it's right in line to me. Everything, everything, everything about this is, is about is right in line. <laughs> everything that we're talking about is right in line because the actual, the manufacturer has, has alienated. Here's a $23 quartz watch. that looks actually acceptable. So I'm saying, the, Oh, I bought a $25 quartz uh, Zenit last oh, week. Yes. I'm eagerly awaiting. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, in, that's still in California. It's shipping. Anyway, just 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 to end my rant, the 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 watch manufacturers have ruined have ruined watches for everybody. They've oh they're overpriced everything, and they've they've created false scarcity that makes people think that they're getting a, they're getting something special when they're not getting anything special. So I say I say completely supplant that that antagonistic system and just go nuts and just buy buy whatever buy a replica run around in a replica go go to trusty time and pick up your pick up your fake Rolex because Rolex doesn't care if you wear their watch clearly. And nobody else really does either because they're because they're deeply antagonistic to the consumer. That's my take. I think I should probably just I should probably up my uh, depression medication. <laughs> I, I just want you to know that you're safe. Yes, I know. I feel I feel safe. I feel and safe. And that this, you're among friends. Good. Well, uh, I mean, am, am I wrong? Am I? Am I? And 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 Nicholas, I attacked you yes. occasionally for I am wrong. Oh no no no, I don't no, know. no no I attacked no. I attacked you for like hanging out in rep time or whatever. But at this point in the game, a rep time, a replica is as good as as good if not better Those than, are the, good than the original. There. They're good well, people. Look, I, I, There's I good think people folks, on both sides. Yeah, I mean, look, this, this oh, is no. the, the late stage capitalism. <laughs> Please put oh, the tiki oh, torches away. <laughs> put the tiki torches away. No, this is late stage capitalism. Late people, stage they're capitalism. replica sneakers. People want the look. And then I was actually talking to someone the other day. Uh, I guess uh, what was it? The MTV Awards or whatever, like a month or so ago. One of the one of the guys was caught with a fake watch. I forget which which yeah, uh, brand offhand. But then I was talking to someone who was like, actually, was, that's no, kind of no. cool. So there was a guy who was was caught. It was at the uh, the MTV Awards or whatever. And yeah. He was wearing a Patek, and people called him out on it. And the jewelry store issued this big apology, and they gave him oh. all kinds of goods to try and make up for it. And but it was but a then fake I was Patek? talking to someone who was like, you know what? That's neat because it's like, okay, the watch is fake. Uh, you know, his his sneakers are fake. Like everything's a pastiche. There is no like everything's just kind of like a mishmash of stuff now. And that's like cool to kids. Like, yeah, fake, who cares? You know, my, my shirt is, so it's like, it may not even have the stigma uh, that I, I don't we, think it does. I don't think it does. Yeah. And I think, I think the important thing to think about in that, in that case is that, yeah, this is, everything is remix culture now. And we, and we, we yes. talked about this back in the olden days, like all the, like the faith popcorns and all these guys are like, oh, it's all remix culture and all this stuff. And nobody really understood that because, and this the is a this is, album. So yeah, exactly. So this is, this is very specific. So this is an interesting thing to talk about. And we're all bloggers. We know we've been doing this for, we've been doing this for decades, literally, but we're coming out into it that we, we, we left a world where Gen X, my generation, Victor and I, yeah. my generation, we basically said, okay, uh, the, 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 everybody wants their own newspaper. They want their newspaper that's been specifically designed for them and it's custom. 
but still, there's still a there's still a central source of truth, right? So the Gen X idea was the central source of truth, which begat multiple things, including I would argue Facebook, because Facebook became a central source. That's the place you go. Now I think we're in a situation where there is no central source of truth. You don't trust anybody. They the, the kids sure. these days don't even think Anne Frank was real, or no, not Anne Frank, freaking uh, yeah, uh, Helen Keller. They don't think I Helen think Keller was real. All of yeah. the above. They don't question. Yeah. Don't think anyone was real. Yeah, they don't think any anything. All this stuff is like is all this stuff was a like the moon landing is a hoax or whatever. And, and all this anything other or anyone who claims to have existed before they were born is a lie. Yes, exactly. So so we're so and we're entering a mode where where services and products and everything serve you very specifically and not and are not in indicators or not signifiers of, of the greater of the greater culture. So if I put on if I put on fake Yeezys, mm-hmm. I'm people are seeing that I'm wearing Yeezys, they're not gonna they're not gonna check the tag. They, they, it's, sure. it's not the object that is important, but it's the it's the uh, it's the look and feel. And the NFT thing is gonna be the next absolute next thing because I want a unique thing that I can wear that I can put onto my onto my anime character that runs around and like I don't know sure. in VR chat or whatever. And I'm gonna pay for that, but I'm not gonna pay a million dollars for it. I'll pay two dollars for it for like a special hat. A supreme yeah. hat, or I'll fake it if I can figure right. out so how to the, fake the, it. I would like three F for my uh, for my pixel art is not going to sustainable, right? No, 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 it's no, it's, it's not sustainable at all. But it's but everybody's everybody thinks it's everybody thinks that's the future. I don't think that's the future. I think the future is is complete fakes, uh, and and all and stuff that stuff that really doesn't that traditionally to us as as old people we're looking at it as oh you're wearing a fake. No, they're not wearing a fake. They're wearing the signifier. They're wearing the signifier, and they they know what it means to wear a pair of Yeezys or a pair of special uh, special watch or something like that. But they don't have to pay the five million dollars that the corporation wants you to pay for it. They you, you pay eighty four dollars. Oh, and man, yeah, for for me, the paying the eighty four dollars <laughs> thing totally works because it's a Seiko movement inside. So you're getting all the same quality, you're getting all the same function and reliability. You're just paying eighty four dollars, and and some of this can be true with like the fake Yeezys because I I would. I would suppose that that a lot of these fake shoes are being made on the same factory lines as the authentic shoes, and the and the quality is the quality is up there anyway. So it really doesn't matter. You're buying you're essentially buying the same shoe. Yeah, maybe they're going to fall apart soon, but I mean, my Yeezys are falling apart. I, now. I wouldn't even think they're going to fall apart. You know, so I I used to have a pair of Nikes that had K Swiss soles on them. They were a really weird mashup of these two brands. And what had happened was that in the factory in Malaysia, some some poor kid was being told to make shoes after hours and he just slapped whatever together. And I, I, I believe totally that they are running shoes after hours on the same lines with the same materials and everything. I, I think your fake Yeezys, when you get a good pair of fake Yeezys, are probably just as good as the real Yeezys. And who knows? I have a pair, a couple. I ha- I've had a, I sold off some of it, but I have had several pairs of Yeezys uh, Dude, I bought like, the eleven dollar pair off Wish, <laughs> and they okay. are fantastic. They're, they're fantastic. fine, but like they're, they're not. They're, any... they're the, probably the best shoes I've ever owned, if I must tell you. Like they're, right. they're right up alongside. So I've got a pair of uh, Adams. Do you work for Waka. Yeezy, Victor? I do not. No, I don't work for <laughs> Wish. No, I have a pair of um, Adams from Wakasali. You know that guy, John? Uh uh-uh. uh I have no idea. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Where Adams, W-E-A-R-A-T-O-M-S dot com. Yeah. And their shtick was that 
uh, everyone's feet are different and people don't even have the same feet. Like your, your left foot could be slightly larger, slightly smaller, a half size than your right foot. And so you, you order a pair of shoes, they send out the half sizes on either side of what you say your shoe oh. size is. And you try them on and you make the perfect pair for you and you send back the extra ones. And they're like 150 or 200 bucks. And they're fantastic. They're great sneakers. The guy's in New York. You should know him, John. Uh, um, all right. You know everyone in New York. But uh, right alongside my $11 Wish Yeezys. <laughs> and they're equally comfortable. So, 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 so what we're saying is that as a luxury item, they're no longer the, – these, these watches no longer s- – serve the purpose that they originally did so therefore we should completely we should completely route around the damage caused by the brands and just go nuts that's I, I like this new john i well yeah. i i can't I, I i can't in good conscience like i can't in good conscience recommend uh a cheap a cheap seiko anymore because you get better or equal quality for a far far less far less expensive far lower price and 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 like if you want to get a speedmaster just get a used speedmaster go on the gray market go nuts stop ignore the freaking the the ad's the authorized dealers they're they're of no help to you they want they want nothing to do with you so go to the go to the places that actually want your custom and and of course once you start doing this you get greater freedom because you're not tied to keeping something authentic you can mix and match you can put a new bracelet on it you can you can put a new strap on it spice it up why not why not? Right, Let's you go. can pop Let's out the it. bezel insert and put a fresh bezel insert in. Let's go nuts. And it sounds like the brands. Do, I mean, I mean, if I'm the Seiko guy, who's and he's like, okay, yeah, fine, get your hundred dollars San Martin, whatever. You know, catch me in five years after you have a job. No, uh, now don't you've catch got a thousand dollars. No, spend. don't but, catch but him don't at Maybe all. that's the thinking. Don't bother. Yeah. Just personalize the shit out of whatever you bought and enjoy it. Yeah, that's 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 the you know what wh- which way does that break? I guess is is the open that's, question. That 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 mo- that model that that brain that brain pattern is the old model, and the Seiko guys charging eleven hundred for a Willard is is focusing on a diff- on an entirely different audience. And no 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 rich person, no baller, quote unquote, is going to buy a, a eleven hundred dollar Willard. They want a Patek yeah, no, or they want something fancy. Happening. They sure. even even or or they're well the fake Patek, right? So they so they they've hit themselves, they've popped themselves out of out of a good situation and into a negative situation, and it's gonna and it's gonna really hurt, and I think it's gonna be really damaging for the, for the industry. Anyway, uh, do we have any other any other points? I, well, I want uh, to ask about where microbrands fit into this because microbrands are still doing this thing where a watch is five hundred bucks or a watch is a thousand bucks or even in the case of like uh, Suf Starpaneva. Um, he he launched a watch recently for like three thousand bucks, and he sold out of them immediately. Um, what? Well, like I'm looking know, or, at or Helios, where they're seven and eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a good idea. Like I'm looking at the, I'm looking at like the, I was just looking at the, the uh, uh, what was it called, um, uh, the French one, Lakos or whatever it's called, Laco. Laco, yeah. Yeah. And that, that looks okay. And actually they were really attractive, but again, you can probably just, you can probably just make a complete copy of that instantly and, and be, and be a happy baby. Like, like a lot of the Leco design, it looks really good, but is it worth enough for me to, is it worth enough for me to just sit there and, uh, and pay 900 bucks for Leco when I can get something similar or somebody can make me something similar? I can, I can remix the Leco, right? Yeah, you can. I don't so your your thinking is that like if someone was going to do a micro brand thing, they ought to also aim at this more affordable set rather than going sky high. Yeah, hundred percent. 
And I think like I'm looking at so look, you look at the Lakos, they're all like about four hundred dollars. Like I would I would go, I would actually sit down and pick up pick up a uh pick up one of these fliegers. But uh, uh, Long Island Watch has them for like their 39 millimeter Ausberg Type A automatic, uh, and it's just a big. It's just got big hands. It's got a. It's got a big thing, and this for 410 dollars is really expensive. And I could I could probably find something way cheaper and way better, fairly quickly if I just looked around. Uh, and I could find something similar, and I wouldn't have to spend the 400 dollars on this specific type of watch. This is made in Germany. What does that get me? uh nothing uh <laughs> and you feel nice you know it doesn't feel nice yeah what, is, what yeah exactly what, what what is what what i what benefit do i have for this so again let's 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 i mean it, it used to be that if you paid more less. you got more for it but that seems to have broken down right like in in the old yes. days when watches yes. people had to buy watches right you didn't have a cell phone everyone was expected to wear a watch you paid a little more you got a better watch you know, instead of instead of a crappy pin lever, you got a really nice lever that's jeweled. You got Swiss move, you know, the whole thing, and that's completely broken down when these Seiko powered watches are eighty four bucks. Yeah, I just found out there's another Leiko here, a automatic thirty nine millimeter Heidelberg Type A dial automatic pilot watch with sapphire crystal, and it's just because it has a fancier crown, like the big crown, eleven hundred bucks. Oof. Don't even start. Don't even start yeah. with me. Don't even. Let's not even discuss <laughs> this. This is ridiculous. Go to go to Ali, AliExpress. Buy something. Wear it. Wear it till it breaks. Then buy something else. Just keep going because this this whole this whatever culture. What you're not going to pass this watch on to your children. And in fact, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Your, your I children wouldn't even care. Yeah, I don't think it'll survive the, the 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 twenty years it takes to pass these things on to their children. Probably would <sighs> actually. Well, the Leiko, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. no, the, the the Chinese one that I bought, the uh, the, the that, fake Yeah, absolutely, will. that will. All right, this has been the Hour Time Podcast, which involves primarily my venting. I believe I'm going to, we can actually, if if you, if you, the audience want to, you can actually, uh, this this can be a, a tax write-off. This this is basically, you're, you're being my therapist, <laughs> or you're, 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 you're my in-home, uh, you're in, my in-home health aide. Uh, so I can, so just so I can yell at everything. This has been the Hour Time Podcast. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor. I'm Nicholas. And we will see you next week, if I survive, ultimately. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.